0: When you're getting supervised um, on a shot, this is a really good question because I've also struggled with this in the past. Um, what do you do when you have a certain way of working, but your supervisor expects you to present your milestones in a different way? Maybe I like working layered, but my supervisor really only knows, uh, sorry, can only visualize if the shot is good or not if it's in step to uh, pose to pose. Should this synergy be discussed early on, be like before you even get the job, for instance? Like, is this the kind of thing that you, that you should be worried about as an animator?
1: I mean, in my experience, there's a bit of, you have to adapt to the style of the studio somewhat, um, Mm -hmm. depending on the studio, you know, but like, it doesn't mean that like, you have to like change who you are at your core, you know, but you have to get your ideas readable for a blocking, let's say you have to get them readable to where the idea is clearly coming across to your leadership, the director, everybody. So however you get there the process to that first milestone I think do whatever you want but mm-hmm. you need to present something that's going to clearly indicate the idea you're trying to trying to pitch because you're basically pitching I think it should be this as a performance and they're going to be looking at it in isolation without knowing a deep conversation of what you're going to do on top of it they need to be able to just in that moment go yeah I can kind of squint my eyes and see where you're going with this and I want I want you to go down this path or no this doesn't meld with the general flow of the sequence or the style or the story point that needs to come across. Like that's the purpose of, of your initial blocking. It's like getting the quickest readable version of your idea out there so that you can have a discussion about it. You know? So I think at a deeper level though, if we're not just talking like at its core, like a layered approach versus something else, I think something that comes with time on a show or time with a studio is that they'll start to learn how you work and what your Mm. end result looks like. Like yeah. it's like, oh, he, all, he or she always presents something that's super polished and nice. So this thing that isn't so polished at the beginning, I don't have to worry about the polish, that polish will get there. So I don't mm-hmm. have to note about that right now. And I think that's something that just comes with getting to know each other. And it's less about a conversation that needs to happen at the beginning in my experience and more just something that happens with time. So in the beginning, you will may get more notes on your polish earlier, but then as they go, like they start to build a bit of a rolodex of your shots in their brain they go oh no don't have to worry about that part with them mm-hmm. let's focus on this other thing it'll get there
2: yeah i, I would have to to that, that my, in my experience it, it's mm-hmm. never that much Your lean or uh, your lead or your supervisor or even the head of animation that has a a way of presenting but it's more how the director is reacting to what Mm. he's seeing so in vfx they're notorious that coming from movie they they have a harder time to squint and just see a first you know rough blocking and see so you'll have to push a a little bit more Uh, there are some directors that they really like to see your reference and chat about it and there's other that it will be distracting for them there so it's more like the the directors who at the end of the day, the the one that will approve the the shot. How, what is the way, you need to find out what is the way to present this? uh, Because as Leif said, your goal with the blocking is how do I communicate my yeah. performance the easiest way? Uh, you might have a way, but many different directors have different ways mm-hmm. of reacting to a one or another. So you just kind of steer a little bit in one direction or another, depending on who's the director of the, the, the show. But that's usually the director. It's rarely your lead or supervisor that will mm-hmm. you know, try to force a, a specific workflow for, for you.
0: I've seen it before where there is a bit of a force just because they really, they, they, but I think it comes down to trust again is like what Leaf was saying, how they're at the end of the day, just trying to uh, uh, sort of be able to see where that shot's going to go. And, and allow them to exercise their part of the job, which is to make sure that they're pre-filtering and pre-qualifying these, thing, these things so that they know it's going to fit well into the, the film or whatever you're working on. But I mean, I think the, the big key, key takeaway here is is to be flexible because uh, you're going to find yourself in situations where regardless of whether your your supervisor really needs you to work a certain way, it might just make more sense for a certain production. So you want to, like I said, David, as David said, get to get to that as quick as possible because what you don't want to do is waste weeks on some sort of prototype of a shot and then sell it. And then they're like, yeah, actually it would have been great if they were going from left to right or like they were crawling into the shot, not running into the shot. Re- read the manual. Like you should have maybe take a closer look at the, at the, at the storyboard maybe at that point. So it's about making sure that you're in sync with the production more than anything else. So you're going to have to be flexible with how you approach that probably. Yeah. Um,